In this week's episode, I'd like to cover sorting a table by the various columns. So as you can see here, we have a list of products, and I'd like to be able to click on one of the various column headers here and sort the entire table by those results. Now this may not be very helpful here with just a few products, but imagine if I had hundreds of products with some pagination, it'd be really helpful if we could just sort by a given column. Now there are some plugins out there which can help us with this, such as Search Logic, which I covered in episode number 176, but here I want to see what's involved in doing this from scratch, and it will be a nice little exercise. I'm going to start right here inside the template for the index action, and this is what contains that table. Uh, and this is the headers area, which is what we're going to primarily focus on. So right here we want these to be clickable links uh, for sorting the table. Now I'm going to do this in kind of small increments and each time just do the simplest thing that could work, uh, which means this might be a more of a basic episode, but this way you'll get to see the logic kind of evolve and the process evolve out of it. Now the first thing I want to do is make these all links. So I can do that in TextMate by just holding the Option key down and doing a multi-column select. Uh, that way I can just prefix this with a link to. And to add something to the end of a list of lines here, I can use Command Option A inside of TextMate. And that way I can basically append anything to the end of here. And each of these links, I want them to go to uh, just basically adding a parameter to the URL. Uh, to do that, all I have to do is just specify a hash here. So I can say um, sort by, let's just, uh, the name of the column. So for each of these, it'll be different. Released at, the release column is actually released at inside our table. So that way we're passing in the sort option into the URL. And you can see that here if we reload, these are all links, and the sort option down at the bottom of the browser there uh, includes the column name. Now to get this functioning, I just have to go to my controller's index action and pass that parameter into an order clause. So just say um, the sort parameter, we'll just pass it straight into the order method, and that's a Rails 3 method, but if you're using Rails 2, you just do the order hash. By the way, you want to be really careful when passing in user parameters directly into the order clause because this is not sanitized, which means it's subject to SQL injection, like I show in episode number 25. Uh, I'm going to leave this as is for now, but I'll fix it later on in this episode. And now, just like that, our columns are now sortable by just simply clicking on them. So we've got a lot of progress so far, which is very minimal code, but we're not done yet. I still want to add the ability to reverse the sort order by re-clicking it, and I also want to add some triangles here and arrows pointing out uh, which direction it's currently going. So what I want to do is change these links here so that it toggles the sort order when clicking the one that's already selected. Uh, so this is quite a bit of logic to put here in the view and it will lead to a lot of duplication. So let's move this into a helper method. I'm going to call it uh, sortable. And actually I can get by with a lot of these on just passing in the column name. And anything where the column name doesn't match, I'll just include the actual title of the, the column here as a second parameter. And this, that'll be optional. Next, let's define this method inside the application helper. It's called sortable. It takes a column name along with the uh, title of the link. And that'll be nil so that we can set a default here. We'll default it to the name of the column titleize. So it'll just be column.titleize. And then we just want to link to that column. So link to the title 
uh, and sort by that column name. So this will basically do the exact same thing we had before. So now all we have to do is add some logic in here to change the direction when the column is currently selected. So let's do that with a little direction variable. And uh, let's just check if the column matches the currently selected sort column. And that if the direction, let's say params direction, is a new direction parameter we're going to have, is currently ascending, then we want to be descending order. Otherwise, we'll stick with ascending. And this way, we could just pass this direction parameter on here. And there we go. Uh, now, when the column is currently selected and it's in ascending order, that's the only time it'll change to descending. Now, when we reload our page here, uh, let's click on name, sort by name, click on name again. It'll go in descending order in the URL here. However, it's not working yet inside our controller. So going back to our controller, I can change this order clause here so that we're not only passing in sort, but we're passing in our direction parameter as well, and there's just a space in between them. So now when we reload our page here, you can see our products are in descending, and we could just toggle them just like that. When we click a new column, it's ascending, and we can toggle it by clicking it again. Now what happens if we go to our URL and remove these sort options in our query and just go to the default page. Well, we'll get an error message here because we haven't really set any um, sorting for the default case. Going back to our controller, uh, what I need to do here is set some default values for this params hash. And one way I can do that is just set the params hash directly like this. Uh, if the value is not set, we'll just set it to name, for example. But I don't really like this approach because I don't like setting the params hash directly. This also doesn't give us very much room if we need to add more logic to this behavior. So instead, what I prefer to do is whenever I need to add logic to fetching of the params, I like to use a separate method. So going down to the bottom of our controller here, I'm going to add just a couple of private methods. Uh, one called sort column, just to be clear on what, what it's doing. Um, and that is going to use the uh, sort parameter and it's just going to default to the name column. And then another one is going to be sort direction, and that's going to use the direction parameter, and then again default to, in this case, ascending order. And then I can use these two methods up at the top of our controller here, sort descending, or sort direction actually, and then sort column. And there we go. However, I still need to access this information inside the view instead of going through the params hash. So to access these methods from the view, just call helper method, and then just pass the name of those values in here. And there we go. So this means instead of our application helper, I need to change this. So instead of fetching through the params hash, it's just fetching uh, through the uh, accessor method. Sort column and sort direction. So now when we go to our URL without any of these those options, it just sorts by the product name, and the view behaves correctly by just changing to descending order when clicking the name once. And there we go. Now, as I'd mentioned earlier, it's not a good idea to pass in user input directly into the order clause because of SQL injection. Instead, we need to sanitize this. Now, you could do some generic sanitizing, but I like to be really strict about what I allow into the order clause. And thankfully, because we're using um, accessor methods here, we can add our logic directly into here. So our direction, all we want on our, our directions are either ascending or descending. 
So we can just pass in a little array here, say ascending or descending, and see if this include uh, this parameter is included inside of there. So if it is, then we'll pass in that parameter. If not, we'll just fall back to our default. And we can do a similar thing basically right here where we're doing our sort column. Now you might need to change this logic up depending on what you're doing, uh, but here we can just say any of our product's column names, uh, if that includes that parameter, then we're good. We can pass in that parameter, otherwise we'll fall back to our default of name. So now if we pass in a sort parameter which does not match any of the column names, it's just going to default back to sorting by the name. Uh, you might even be want, want to be more strict on this if there's some columns you don't want to allow them to sort by, but this will work for us. I'm going to finish off this episode by adding a little arrow next to the column that's being sorted along with direction it's being sorted in. So I'm going to do this through mostly CSS, but I need to adjust our helper method here so that it includes a CSS class in our link so that we have something to go by. I'm just going to add a variable here called CSS class, and I want to set this only if there's a uh, the column is the current one. So we'll see if the column is current. And if it is, then let's have the class be called current and include the sort direction. Otherwise, I'm just going to have our class be nil. Now I want to add this to our link here. Um, and the last parameter in a link is a hash of options for HTML. So you could just say class is the CSS class. Now this won't work right here though because we're defining our URL using a hash. So that means this is all one single hash and it will all be inside the URL. Instead we need to add little markers here to define where the two hashes are separate. Uh, this trips up a lot of beginners because uh, this is one of the view methods which contains two hash options. Now I've already added the styling for this in our CSS file. You can see it right here. Basically this just adds a background image uh, with the up and down arrow depending on uh, what the class is that we set in the helper. So now when we reload our view here, you can see there's now an arrow next to our name column and clicking it makes it go descending and we can easily change to whichever column we want. And that's it for this episode on adding sortable table columns. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit different, sort of a beginner walkthrough uh, showing the process of adding sortable columns.